are listening to Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. A level-headed movie critic meets a loudmouth movie cynic. And action! All right, welcome back to the show. My name is Kyle. This is James. And today, James, what are we doing? This ruins that. This ruins that. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. If you're still here. Thanks for hanging and and waiting for us. Uh, Special shout out to Alan. I promised we would do that, Kyle. What's up, Alan? Alan, you inspired us to do this, man. You inspired (laughs) the pact that brought Loud in the Set back. But now I have to explain, Kyle, what does this mean? This ruins that. What do we mean by that? What does it mean? Well, it means a lot of things. Yeah. To me, it means that some shit can definitely ruin other shit. That's kind of an easy starting point. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's kind of uh, the way that the world works now, is everybody reacts to something immediately, and it seems that decisions are made so quickly, and reactions are so volatile that things ruin other things for people instantly, right? Oh, yeah. you. This one came about, Kyle and I, sort <clears throat> of a convergent evolution of our thoughts. I have recently seen the movie Glass, and the reviews are... Glass. Yeah, the reviews are mixed, to to put it lightly, with a lot of people saying, that's it, this ruins Unbreakable for me. This ruins it. This ruins Split, it ruins it! And I'm sure, Kyle, you and I have uh, entertained many a conversation about what the prequels and what the new movies about Star Wars... Ding! What was that? Warning bell, if we fucking uh, come back to a topic that we beat to death... Dang it. But I'm using it, for, bell. I'm using it for an example <laughs> of how people are claiming, that's it, Star Wars is ruined for me. My whole childhood ruined. Mm-hmm. This ruins that. You get the idea. People, you know, the Transformers ruined my fucking experience of the, the cartoon. Of the, the, you get the idea. Mm-hmm. Yes. Michael Bay specifically destroyed my childhood ruined and this. my love of my Transformers action figures and through his big budget special and effects And mutated... Films. Ninjatsu turtles. <laughs> all this, all of this, has ruined that. So, Kyle, yes. let's take it away. You and I were discussing this, and my thought process has definitely matured because, to take it back to Michael Bay, I remember sitting in the theater, and this was one of our earliest reviews. I would say things like, "I can't believe I'm the only one in the theater that is looking at this garbage and not laughing, and this, that, and the other thing, and thinking that's it. The Transformers are ruined for me." And I. I wanted to bring this word into the conversation about this ruins that, and that is a maturity process. Mm-hmm. Because so many people are saying that this is ruining that for me, this is ruining that, and I wonder, can you please just mature out of a phase where you're so attached to something from your past that it's subject to damage from what happens in the present? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I do. And here's the deal. We've seen it clearly now, at this point in time, with the way that the internet works, the way that Any form of communication happens pretty much instantly for everybody at any given time. If there's an announcement that gets made about a movie or literally anything else in the entire world, people just react to it and it explodes. And one of the one of the most volatile things that occurs is with the outrage around reboots, Mm -hmm. castings, Mm -hmm. movies, sequels that come into play. But it's not going to stop because this is the Hollywood money-making machine. This is what we signed up for. This is what we talked about on probably our first episode is why we like movies, why movies suck, is because a lot of them in the industry is built around 
churning out a product and getting your money from it somehow. So they're not going to stop. And they're going to take things that have worked and they're going to keep making them maybe worse, maybe better, maybe different. It's always going to be different. They're not just going to remake A New Hope. Well, wait a minute. They kind of actually did that. <laughs> but well, they'll keep doing it till the I end continue. of time. Well, this ruins that. It shouldn't have to. Nope. And that's why, Kyle, we're here to propose. I'll see what you think of my proposal. Mm-hmm. We're here to propose a more mature approach to things. And what do I mean by that? What I mean is it's okay for something to be good in your past, have it be static and locked in time and space, and just move on. It doesn't have to live forever, and it doesn't have to be continued in a way that's satisfying to you, because it's never gonna be just satisfying to you. It's it, it Because of the Hollywood machine, it needs to be satisfying to a huge bell curve of an mm. audience to make a lot of money. So a healthier approach is to not expect everything to ride along with you throughout the years. You know, as you age from an eight-year-old that loves Star Wars, <laughs> or whatever the fuck, right? The Ninja Turtles, the Transformers, leave it there. Leave it as a good memory in the past. Compartmentalize it. Seal it off and make that the story of, of the memory for you, of the product. Leave it where, where it was good for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Does, am I making any sense? You're making a lot of sense, yes, James. I find that to be a much more, because it allows you to, first of all, to grow the fuck up, right? <laughs> uh, why as a 40-year-old should you expect the Transformers? You're in a, diff- a totally different developmental mental state in your, in your organismo, in your being. Why do you expect something to carry over and carry through and remain true in some weird purity sense? Leave it where... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Take it from me. I need some help here. We'll never have the freedom that we did as children and the imagination and the connection in those specific ways. So why continue to try and hunt for something that's unattainable? Yeah, and in fact, I, this this healthier approach that we're pitching, it allows you to remain open-minded and to experiment in other art forms. There you go. Give other directors a different chance. Give other genres a different chance. Watch a movie you might think would have sucked. Yeah. Or that you do think sucks. And then see if you still feel that way upon objectively watching something that might be different from feeding your childhood desire for your emotional connection to something that is no longer relevant or out in the world. Yeah. That... Well, well, you good at this guy. Find something new, even after a break. Come right back, <laughs> right back in the chair. All right, here's here's some uh, some food for thought because I don't want to ding us too much with the uh, the example. Yes. The uh, the we'll cut the example. It is, it, but it's, it is it's the, the example. example. It is it is the it is the like defining example of this phenomenon phenomenon that we're talking about because the rage is oh you know mm-hmm. for the Kathleen Kennedys of the world and the whole oh my god. But anyway, here's some more for your consideration. Ready? The Indiana Jones movies. Mm. Yeah, it gets, gets, a light, gets a light ding. Gets a light ding. <laughs> you know, for me, uh, <clears throat> when did the Indiana Jones trilogy end? At the end of, oh, what the fuck was the name of the last one? The Last Crusade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh it was the last one. Thank you. Uh, I think I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm lifting this from some other movie critic. I apologize if I am in. It might even be, uh, well, whatever. It doesn't matter who, but... It's okay. We'll get sued and have Red Bull pay yeah. for it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Whoa. Why do... Yeah. Why? What are these stacks of cash doing around here? I don't know. With a note from Clyde and Jaden? They uh, apparently really like Red Bull, so... Jesus. I kind of fucking hate Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so where does the Indiana Jones story end in my brain? Where have I compartmentalized it and said, that's enough? 
mm-hmm. I can walk away satisfied and not have <laughs> nerd rage for the rest of my life when they roll off into the sunset. Perfect yeah. ending. That's it. Mm-hmm. Here's another example for you, Kyle. Um, <clears throat> well, shit, I've already talked about it, pretty much all of them. Um, the Ninja Turtles. I'll just give that one to you. Do, do you have any thoughts about this one? Did you even see the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles? No, I did not. And I didn't <laughs> I didn't have a strong association with <clears throat> Ninja Turtles when I was growing up. Okay. Um, but I understand, because just looking at the Ninja Turtles special effect Michael Bay extravaganza uh-huh. was ugly. Everything was ugly. Yeah. It looked just unpalatable. I think at one point you called sloth from the Goonies nightmare fuel. <laughs> and that's what the that's what Michael Bay's yeah. shows look like. Absolutely. Hulking creatures with really disgusting features and whatnot. They do. And here here's another interesting thing. What gets what gets this treatment in the world right now? Because I, I blanketed at the very beginning that, you know, the outrage yes, machine, did. this ruins that. Um, what about classic works of art? You know, like painting or a novel the uh the pride and prejudice with zombies have you heard about this i have not heard about this uh well the pride and prejudice with zombies is a book that basically somebody wrote i haven't read it that takes the entirety of the story and basically retells it in the same kind of setting and prose and everything with the incorporation that there's like a zombie outbreak or whatever are people uh outraged by this did this ruin the novel the classic novel pride and prejudice for them probably not (laughs) because those people aren't holding on to that they don't give a shit that this is something that's invading their you know their brain space it's it seems like movies and anything that gets really absorbed into young male internet culture is what spawns this specific range of outrage the the example you can you can look at the example and yes. see how everybody is furious that ghostbusters would have a an all women's cast or that you know any new film about a war and the stars might have <laughs> might have ladies that are in prominent roles and things it's uh there's definitely some some toxic fuel behind it as well. I agree. In fact, I want to make a comment about that, and that is you just asked a rhetorical question. Did it really ruin it for you? No. No, no, it did not. Um, but here's a, a, a commentary on the marketplace. And I know that even Loud in the Scent, even our precious podcast here, sometimes we fall into this pattern, and that is outrage and anger and high-energy ranting, especially on the Internet, attracts more attention and attracts more dollars and it, it, all that. It, it attracts more likes and clicks. Ironic that hate attracts like. Interesting. Oh, I just thought of that. Huh. Anyway, um, it does. You know, like some of the, the funniest... <coughs> God, I just choked <laughs> on a chip. Some of the funniest moments in Lion's Set is just yelling and ranting and stuff. Um, I like to think this is sort of a safe, innocent space and I like to think that Lion's Set directs its anger towards directing targets. Like, uh, excuse me, deserving targets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the anger sells. And so it's it gets a lot of clicks when your video's like, this ruined my childhood. Oh, I can't. It's sensationalized. I can't wait to see why he says that. And You see what I'm saying? So yep. it's, it's, a, it's a reflection on the, the market. Like, ugh. It is, yeah. No, no one's really clicking in. You know, people are clicking, you know, reasons why your movie sucks and everything wrong with your movie. And not as many people click on the, this is why this was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So... Yeah. So we're here pitching a cure. 
The cure. The cure to this ruins that. What do we do? We grow up. (laughs) (laughs) We compartmentalize and understand our feelings about why we enjoy things. We appreciate and celebrate something even if it has to be a one-off. No, like appreciating that things come to an end, mm-hmm. not expecting things to satisfy you through every fucking phase of your life. We don't need a cinematic universe to continue on into the. the we don't need a fifty-year strategic plan <laughs> at Disney for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Holy this is out God. of control. Yeah, let's use this as an example because okay. we've talked about a shit ton of Marvel movies before. We wrap it up here. Yeah. I have not seen any Marvel movie since the last Avengers, the 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 second Avengers. What are we on Age now? The third Avengers? Age you, of Ultron. So you haven't seen the the Infinity War movie? No. I haven't seen anything after Age of Ultron. And the reason why is because it stopped being interesting to me. And of course, we could endlessly talk about it and we could watch it and we could yell about it, but not interesting the same nonsense over and over again people want their extended cinematic universe and they might like these topics or be connected to them through what i will call maybe better means like the comic books that they enjoyed or Mm -hmm. the experiences they had with those stories before and now it's it's too phony it's too much of a cash grab and i this ruined movies of that nature for me at that time (laughs) and i let it ruin it for me but it was also their prerogative to set it up in this way i don't see this being a sustainable way of producing any sort of art or entertainment moving into the future no well it sounds to me like you you matured out of it you know a good few because even yesterday during the uh i went to see glass one of the trails was for Captain Marvel and the Honey Baby. Shout out to the Honey Baby. She turns to me and she goes, who's that? I was like, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know, but, but the trailer made it seem like she was the most important fucking thing since sliced bread, you know? Yeah, if she was, maybe then uh, a lead female superhero would have gotten a movie within the first 5,000 Marvel films that yeah. were produced instead of trying to curtail it onto the end of whatever bullshit experiences yeah so i just sat down i was like you know and i told her i said i'm I'm done with these movies you know like i i it took longer Mm -hmm. admittedly than it did for kyle to check out so again congratulations (laughs) to you um but i I was like yeah I'm, i'm done like i enjoyed iron man sometimes i enjoyed captain america sometimes and and uh, am I going to get mad that Iron Man 2 and 3 ruined? No, like, no, fuck it. Did Age of Ultron ruin? No, some of these movies are good, some of them are bad. I'll remember the good, I'll discard the bad, and I'll stop seeing the ones that I know will probably fucking suck. Mm-hmm. Or be garbage. But don't let this <laughs> ruin that for you. Yeah, just opt out. Opt out. We've said this before, just opt out. Opt out. Don't see it knowing that this has the potential to ruin it. Mm-hmm. This has the potential to ruin a part of my life from the past. No. Mm-hmm. Just, all right, even if you decide to see it. Okay, fine. I won't incorporate that into my pleasant. You can always choose not to harbor it. Right. Just cut it loose from the moorings. You heard it here first. Loud on the set, the movie podcast telling you again to stop watching movies. <laughs> and with that, we are out of time. This podcast is one of our favorite things to do. 
and we love talking about things that people are interested in. If you have suggestions, please send them to us at loudonset at gmail.com. You can check us out on YouTube and iTunes. Anywhere you can find podcasts, we are there. Go out and see some great movies and have a wonderful time. See you later. And cut.